Blog Talk Radio. The Cosmic Cauldron brings you the Goddesses Galactic Gumbo, a live one-hour monthly talk show on Blog Talk Radio, designed especially for today's evolving woman as she maneuvers, manages, and dismantles the old archaic systems of current society, clearing the landscape, blazing a blueprint, and founding a foundation for a new world for herself, her partner, her children, and her family. The Goddess's Galactic Gumbo covers topics and challenges of the everyday woman's life with real resolutions and solutions designed from ancient and modern wisdom via cosmological sciences, history, eastern and western medicinal traditions, all religions, and good old-fashioned grandmothers, common sense wit. Cosmic Cauldron. I am your host, Mama Green. Welcome to the Cosmic Cauldron. I am your host, Mama Green, and today we're going to be talking about mothers and daughters. Today we're going to start talking about when the bond starts between a mother and her daughter, and that bond starts when the daughter-son is in the womb. And I'm going to tell you about my own personal experience with this, as I am a mother-to-be. I've learned that I'm expecting my first child. He or she will be here before the year is up. And I'm I'm just thinking about how my mother, she is telling me to talk to my child, even though the child is teeny, teeny, tiny. She is telling me to talk to the child, rub my belly, say hi, and just let the baby know everything's good. You're surrounded by love. You're surrounded by light and magic all around. So, and I remember, and I remember that my mother. She tells me, she tells me that all the time. She tells me to just talk to the baby, just let them know things are good. And I'm pretty sure she did the same thing with me when when I was in her womb. And ever since then, I guess the bond between me and my mother has been really strong. And it stays stays strong throughout my 21 years of life, almost 22, and I'm very grateful for that. So we're going to discuss today about how, like, that bond, is it it has to stay with us in order for us to grow, in in order for us to, like, really learn about each other and learn about the life that surrounds us and to get a good experience, a good grasp on life and really understand how this world is working all around us. So, therefore, I've actually kind of bonded with my little newborn, probably about the size of a little sweet pea. And I'm actually very excited to become a mother for the first time. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm mostly mostly excited about it. I know I've got my mother and my grandmother there. They're um, helping me. They're... Very, very supportive. 
of me and my husband. They're very excited. I mean, I can't even tell you about how excited my mother is. My mother is just over the moon. Oh, my grandbaby, this, my grandbaby, that. She is just, woo, just blown away. Of course, she wished I would have waited a little bit longer, but she is just such a great, she's already a great grandmother. The baby's not even here yet. I mean, it's, it's wild, man. But I want to talk to you about how I remember growing up. Now, my mother, she was around, but she wasn't constantly present, but she was present when she was She was always calling. She would always come and see me because I was raised with my grandmother and my grandfather. So she wasn't, like, a constant person. She wasn't in the house 24-7. But when she was there, it was awesome. She gave me this love and this support that has just shaped who I am today. And I'm just beyond grateful for that. So when I remember a memory that I have, I remember her. We were in the park one day. I remember it was cold. I just I remember her. I think she was wearing a brown coat. I remember her brown gloves. And for me, that just, I guess that represents like a type of warmth, I guess, when she wears it. But. I remember we were playing around, we were on the swings, it was a nice little jungle gym. I had to be about five or six years old, and she was, we were having fun. I was running around trying to hide from her. She catched me, we were screaming, and I just remember the warmth and the love I felt that day. That was a good day for me. Um, yeah, I just, that was, that's one of my favorite memories that I had with my mother when I was a kid, when I was little, and... It was just beautiful. It was one of my favorite memories that I have. Now, when I was a preteen, usually between the ages of about 11, 12 years old, 13, I was, she, like a mother, she loved me. She had moved um, closer to where I was living, where I was being raised by my grandparents and um, she was around more because of that. She was working, but she was around more. And I remember she was always, like, really concerned for me. But I remember during the preteen years is when I started reading more, and I remember her, like, being proud of that. I remember one time I actually got in trouble, I guess, when I was about 12, maybe 13 or so. And my punishment, they couldn't really punish me with no TV or no video games or things like that. They could take away the TV, but when I got punished, it was no books. So whatever book or books, because I read multiple books sometimes at once, it would be no more books for a week. And I remember that was, like, really hard for me. But I remember this one time I got in trouble. I had to be about 13 years old. I don't remember exactly what I did, but obviously I did something at school. And I just remember my mother, she came to where I was staying with my grandparents, and she took just about every book I had in my room, tossed it in a garbage bag, and I think she stored it somewhere. And I think it, I think it was like a month or two, maybe three, before I got my books bag. I don't remember just being so devastated. But I knew she did that because she loved me. She was trying to teach me how to behave and be better. So I love her for that. But sometimes I thought that was just torture for me. And, oh, God, I forgave her for it. But at the same time, I'm still kind of 
holding on to that pain, losing my buzz, that was that was really hard for me. That was a struggle. And that makes me wonder. I never asked her, but it makes me wonder about how she felt about taking my book from me because she grew up the same way. She was more into reading than she was into anything else. And so it makes me wonder if she felt the pain that I was feeling having to take books away from our child. Now, when I was a teenager, 14, went up until I was about 18, my mother could not stand me. She would tell you, and she would tell me, I, I do not like teenagers. That was her mantra every single day. Teenagers, I do not like you. So for about three, four years, when I was in high school, she did not like me. She loved me still. She was still there for me, still, still my rock, but she just did not like teenagers. She, she was not very fond of me. She didn't like my attitude. Um, she didn't like the guy. Well, there was this one guy. She didn't like this one guy I was dating. And she, I was just always really moody. I was always really angry. I guess that's just teenage angst for you. I mean, what can you do? So, but um, she just, she did not like me when I was a teenager. She would tell me every day, I do not like you. I do not like y'all teenagers. Y'all just, y'all disgusting. And she would say it just like that. Y'all disgusting. I was like, oh, okay, that's how you feel. That's all right, so I still love you. You know, we laugh it off and we go on about our business. And um, I just remember that awesome feeling. I was, <laughs> I love my mother, man, but those teenage years and she just did not like me. I just, woof, it was rough, man. But it was good. I, um, I remember my grandma, I was dealing with my, not just my mother, but I was also um, growing up with my grandmother. Now, of course, she was. She was a grandmother. She was a little bit more sympathetic, as most grandmothers tend to be. They're more sympathetic towards their grandchildren than what their parents are, which is cool. But, you know, sometimes when mothers look at the grandmothers, oh, you can be this way with her. But when I was her age, it was so, it was a different story. But my grandmother, she was a little bit more, I don't want to say lenient, but she was a little bit more, I guess, maybe patient with me. I guess she understood it more. She didn't let me off easy all the time, but sometimes it was like, all right, we're going to do this. It's okay. Move on. And I remember that bond was just as strong as the bond that I have with my mother. And, yeah, my grandmother, she was my rock, too. Those those two women, my mother and my grandmother, they were my rocks while I was growing up as a teenager. And my teenagers, they were... They were kind of rough for me. High school was pretty rough for me. I didn't really have a lot of friends. I actually got picked on a lot when I was in high school, particularly my freshman year. That wasn't that wasn't fun, but I guess it's a part of growing up, right? So had to deal with that. So I was kind of always kind of agitated a little bit, I guess, and it was it was just a rough time for me. I didn't like, I didn't always like my teachers. I definitely didn't like my high school. I didn't like the people I was around. It was, it was rough. It was terrible. But, um, I mean, things got better. My mother, she was always there for me. She, 
she kept me going. My grandmother did too. And I remember when my mother, when I was a teenager, my mother, she learned that I cussed a lot. She finally realized that I cussed a lot because she had to come up to the school and apparently I was being reprimanded by the dean of students. And I, she she will tell me all the time, I just I remember that man saying to me, the words that just came out of her mouth, the language. Apparently, uh, my cussing was pretty bad. I mean, it's not something I'm proud of. I mean, we all cuss every now and again. Things get heated and we cuss. I mean, this is another way of expression, expressing ourselves. But um, it's like my mother, she wasn't too surprised. I mean, because goodness knows she cusses just as much as I do. So, but she wasn't too, too surprised. She was, she was like, yeah, she cusses. I mean, what can I do? I mean, she, I mean, we went home that day. You know, she reprimanded me, but she understood it at the same time. I was, I was being picked on. She understood my anger. And everything was good after that. Um, I don't. I remember arguing, arguing a lot. Not a lot, but I remember arguing with my mother, and my grandmother, a lot, particularly when it came to any boys I was I was dating or thinking about dating. Um, I remember I was dating one guy. My grandmother, and my mother, they just did not like him. They could not stand him. They wanted me to do better. They wanted me to find somebody else. And I understood, looking back on it now, I understood why. I understand why now, because he was not the best person in the world. Um, but when I was a teenager. I was blinded by what I thought was love, so I didn't always listen. So we had heated arguments about that a lot, um, well, practically every day until the day when he and I, we finally went our separate ways. Um I remember one significant thing when I was in that relationship when I was probably about maybe 16. I remember, you know, the guy, this guy and I, we were dating, and I remember my mother and my grandmother, we were sitting around, we were talking, and I remember one thing my mother said to me. She said to me, you know, she just has to get it out of her system, and I think she was right. I had to get it out of my system dating this guy. And I finally did. I'm, and what I'm grateful for is that my mother, she didn't force me to try to get me to stop dating this specific guy. She she just let it run its course. And she said, when you get tired of him, you will leave him, and it will be over and done with. I'm not going to force you. That's not what this is about. I remember, I remember just being cool with that. I was always, like, really glad she was cool with that. My mother, she's... She's she's a really cool person. She's a groovy chick. She's very different from <laughs> most mothers that I've seen. I mean, most mothers are they're not that cool, but she was one of those cool mongers. Like, yeah, this woman just there are really no words to describe it. She was just like that woman right over there. Wow, that's the best I can sum it up. But um. Yeah, my mother, she's she's a special woman. My grandmother, too. And, oh, the goofiness that runs through our family sometimes, just any argument better. Because sometimes we'll sit there and we'll argue, we'll be upset with one another. But then once we get all that out of our system, 
we start laughing, we start joking, and a bit of the goofiness comes out. And that's what I love about my, my mother and my grandmother. They um they allow that goofiness to come out, and they have allowed me to like feel like it's okay to be goofy and to love to be goofy. It's it's really an awesome feeling. Um, I also remember when I was a teenager, my mother she would she always wanted me to be well rounded, well cultured. I remember we would go to the symphony. We would go to the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra uh, probably about once a year, and that was always fun. Um, remember we went to see their Christmas show. We went to see their Christmas show maybe not every year, but maybe once every two years or something. And that was always enjoyable. My mother, she always wanted me to have those experiences to actually, not just to live somewhere, but to actually live and experience the culture that surrounds you. She wanted me to, she wanted me to fully experience that. She wanted me to fully understand what it meant to immerse yourself in the culture that's around you. She wanted me to be culture. She wanted me to be well-rounded. She wanted me to understand different different things in life. She wanted me to have different experiences. And I remember most of the people that I grew up with, they they didn't have that. Didn't take them to concerts, the different plays, not even just plays around where we lived, but you know, plays in different cities, different states. Um, a lot of people I grew up with, they, they didn't have that. And I'm grateful to my mother that she was able to give that to me. I'm grateful that she felt that she needed to give that to me. She would always ask me sometimes if I I felt like she had failed me, if there was something going on, something serious. I, she'd always ask me, like, you ever think that I failed you as a mother? I'd say, no, Ma, of course not. Why would you even ask me that? And that would always be my first thought. That would be my immediate thought. Why would you ask me if you failed me? Because she hasn't. My mother has not failed me. She's been the best person that I've ever known in my life, and I would not replace her for anyone, for anything. She is my mother, the woman who carried me for Nine, ten months, according to her, I was born late. I just took my time coming out. I mean, she was okay with that, but at the same time, I was like, oh, my goodness, this child, she refuses to leave. But, I mean, that's my mother. I wouldn't replace her for anything. I love the woman, and I know she loves me, too. I get on her nerves. She gets on mine, but that's that bond we have, and I'm very grateful for that bond. That bond is very strong gotten stronger over the years as I've gotten older, she's gotten older, um, as I've grown up and as I've left her house, I've gone on to get married, and now I'm expecting her grandbaby, so that bond has just gotten even stronger over these past few years, and she's very, very, very supportive of me and very supportive of anything that I want to do and dreams that I have anything that I want to accomplish with my life. So I'm very grateful to her for that. 
and I guess our relationship, I would say our relationship is a lot better, if not the same as it was when I was growing up. It's, it's definitely a lot better, particularly because when I was little, my mother, she wasn't constantly around. She wasn't around for me 24-7, but she was always a phone call away. Even now, she's still a phone call away, but she's a lot closer. I can now drive to wherever she is, and um, being able to do that, I, sometimes I just make random stops if I'm out to go see my mother. I just go over there and say, hi, Ma, how you doing? You good? You living? How you feeling? And vice versa. And it feels really good to be able to do that. And um, she's always happy when I come over to see. It's like, oh, you remember me. You remember that I'm living. You remember that I'm your mother. And I always say, yes, mother. You're always going to be my mother. Because sometimes I know I I may not tell her everything. I may not always tell the truth. But she is, she's my mother. I mean, people ask me all the time, are you serious? Like, that's your mother? Like, yeah, that's my mom. I mean, She's so useful. She's so young. I was like, yep, that's mommy. She's so out there, too. Like, yep, that's mommy. Only mommy can do that. I've never <laughs> yet to meet another woman who could even remotely compare to my mother. It's just there's no other person out there that could ever compare to my mother. And what a strong woman she is. It's just a wonderful thing to be her daughter. I'm very grateful to be her daughter. I wouldn't want to be anybody else's. Um, I think I would rate our our bonds on a scale of one to ten, I rated about a I rated about a ten because I mean our bonds just it's really strong. It's really I I lean on my mother for a lot of things. I Love to talk to her. I always go to her if I need advice. And she's she's just a all around good person. And she's she's just beautiful. I mean, there's I really have no words to describe what my bond is like with my mother. She is she's just a wonderful person. I know she thinks I'm a pretty groovy chick. She tells me from time to time. Girl, you're pretty groovy. That, that is her word, groovy. She uses it to describe a lot of people in her life. And I know that she she loves me. I know that she's always going to be around for me. She's always there for me. I wouldn't expect any less from her. And I know she wouldn't expect any less from me. Mothers, daughters, love each other respect each other, care for each other. Let the love shine and let it blossom. Have a good night. This is Aida Sanchez of Flying Lioness, giving you infinite gratitude for gathering around the Cosmic Cauldron, bringing you the Goddess's Galactic Gumbo, where we serve up love by the cup, wisdom by the bowl, food 